0: Father God, thank you so much for the Bible. I thank you that it is trustworthy and true and that it is your word to us, spoken to us in the power of your Holy Spirit. And I pray, Father God, that you'd help us in this season to understand it more deeply, more fully, and grow in it more completely to become full followers of Jesus Christ. Now, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would rest on me to bring your word today to your people boldly and faithfully Uh, Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For we love you and we praise you and we exalt you. And we do all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul writes here in Ephesians, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. And then over to Peter, First Peter chapter 3, just two verses there, verses 8 and 9. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. May God bless to us this reading from his holy word. Well, I was just sharing with my friend Marshall here Uh, About uh, the traumatic—not traumatic, really, wasn't traumatic. That's an overstatement. uh, The kind of day that I had yesterday. You know, do you have ever have one of these days where it just doesn't seem like anything really goes right? You know, it's not really bad. You know, there there are bad days. You know, there's bad days when your car breaks down and your bank account's drained by some Russian hacker, uh, and you get fired by your boss, and and, uh, Sainsbury's runs out of milk. I mean, that's a bad day. That's a bad day. Uh, But then there there are other days that, you know, don't really qualify as bad in that sense, but at the same time, they're just frustrating. I mean, you learn that some of the things that you want to do are being frustrated by by unseen forces that now are are kind of seen. Uh, You you have a list of things to do that you work on diligently to get done, and you don't quite finish the list, but all of the things are almost equally as as urgent. Uh, You you start running late for meetings, and you're in a hurry to do things uh, and get things copied and all of that, and then on top of all of that, the copier breaks down, and and you get frustrated in your attempts to get every everything done. You've had those kind of days. Uh, and, and in those times, you know, I have to admit, even though I'm called to bless, sometimes I don't really bless. Uh, I don't use swear words much anymore, but uh, but still, you know, there are, there are things that you say and and, and the cry out and frustration and all of that. And it's very easy with these annoyances and these things that are going on, it's very easy for us to forget why we were called and what God has put us on this earth to do. Now, some people think that God's put us on this earth to expose the sinfulness of humanity. And the more sinfulness I can expose and point out, the better I do this. Or some people think that, you know, our role here on this earth is just to tell people how bad they really are. And that if we work hard enough to make people feel ashamed enough, really, really bad in themselves, uh, so that maybe a few of them might turn to Jesus, you know, then, then we've done our thing. You know, or or we think that sometimes, you know, our role is to just, you know, point out the truth to people, no matter how harsh or mean-spirited we are in doing it. What's really important is that we point out the truth. But actually, what we discover when we really look at the scriptures is that what God has called us here to do is to bless. We are called to bless, according to Peter. By the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. A city is built up, according to Proverbs 11.11. That is our calling. That is our destiny. And we see this very forcefully in Paul's words here to the church in Ephesus. He's talking to them and said, you know, praise be to our Lord who who has blessed us in Christ. Now notice the past tense nature of that. God has blessed us not God will bless us not God's going to bless us tomorrow not that God has given us a few of his blessings now but actually is going to unfold most of his blessings at a later point in time no God has blessed us in Christ notice this with how many spiritual blessings with every spiritual blessing now, he does point out that it's a spiritual blessing because the Bible is not anti-material. You know that. You know, some, some Christians take an anti-materialistic mindset you know where money's bad, sex is bad, uh, booze is bad, food is bad. You know, all this stuff is bad and we've got this little narrow range of good stuff that we can, can deal with. But that's not a biblical position. You know, life is not bad. In that way, according to the Bible, Paul tells us clearly God's given us everything for our enjoyment and we need to receive it with thanksgiving. So it's not it's not about Paul trying to bring out that that kind of contrast. But what Paul is saying here is that ultimately, as Jesus said, you know, store up for yourself treasures in heaven Make sure that you have the right orientation of your life. The orientation of your life cannot be toward material things and and seeming material blessings here on this earth, but orient yourself toward heaven. Orient yourself toward the kingdom of God. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Let that be your orientation because in Christ Jesus, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Everyone. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We are instruments of God's kingdom. The Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts. The Holy Spirit is producing the fruit of the Spirit in our lives as we walk with Him and cooperate with Him. We have a new identity We have a new reality. We have a new home in the heavenlies. We have a new destiny that cannot be changed and stolen from us in Christ Jesus. We have a hope. We have a future. All of these things we have already in Christ Jesus. We've got those things already. And not only that, he goes on and he says, you've got all these spiritual blessings because, you know what, in Christ Jesus, you were chosen by God, you were predestined by God, you were oriented by God before the foundations of the world to be adopted as sons of God. And that's men and women. You know, women are sons of God, just like men are sons of God. Now, we've talked about that in the past, but the importance of that is that, biblically, sons were the ones who received the inheritance. And so by making this statement, Paul is saying that women have the same inheritance in Jesus as men do. There's no difference. And that's what Paul was saying in in Galatians chapter 3 and 4. That's the point that he's trying to make. So women, you are sons of God. Men, we are sons of God. And we are sons of God who have already been blessed in Jesus Christ, who not only is our Lord, who not only is our Savior, who not only leads our lives, who not only forgives our sin, but he's also our elder brother. Jesus is our brother. And he says, I'm going to call you friends now. This is who we are. This is our inheritance. This is how God has blessed us. This is the reality in which we live, even when our days seem to fall apart and not work out, and even when we're tempted to yell and scream and stomp and throw a temper tantrum, as I am often wont to do. I try not to do it so anybody hears me or sees me, but I guarantee you, I do it from time to time. Now, the reality is none of that changes this. We have been blessed in Christ Jesus with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And that is the reality in which we live, whether or not we perceive it. So it's time for us to start believing it, and it's time for us to start perceiving it because these are the blessings that we have. And God has chosen to bless us in this way. God has joy in blessing us this way. We have had the privilege of being blessed in this way, but this blessing, according to Paul, has a purpose. Notice what Paul says here. He says, "You know, in Him, verse seven, we have redemption through His blood." It's another blessing, spiritual blessing, the forgiveness of our trespasses. Woo, that's great. That's uh, that's the things that we intentionally do wrong. Do You know that? You know, it's not just your casual sin, that's even your intentional sins. You've got forgiveness, redemption by his blood, forgiveness. Uh, you know, he, he's done all this. He has, uh, according to the riches of his grace, which he has lavished on us, you know, you have the grace of God, the favor of God on your life right now. Uh, He gave us wisdom and insight so that we can know the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, and this is why we've been blessed. This this phrase right here, this is why all of this has happened and all of this culminates in us and we've been called to bless. It's why the blessing of the upright exalts a city. It's why blessing is so powerful. It's why even speaking the word bless you to somebody as you see them and as you leave them. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, that has power and importance when you speak just the words bless you to somebody. That's why when you say bless you at the end of an email, that there's an importance to that. That's why when you use the word blessings to somebody, if you understand who you are in Christ, that's why it's significant. That's why your words that you speak to your co-workers are so important because there's something in you that is qualitatively different from those who are not in Jesus Christ. That's why when you speak about the government, those words that you speak about our government make a difference in the outcomes of what happens in our society. That's why the words you speak about your boss and about your business make all the difference and the words you speak about your pastor and your elders and your other coworkers in church uh, for the kingdom of God makes all the difference because God has blessed us for this purpose right here in Jesus Christ and the fullness of time and we're in the fullness of time right now This is the fullness of time right now. The purpose is to unite all things in Jesus, things in heaven and things on earth to bring it all together in us who are the body of Christ right here on this earth so that we in the passion and love and the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ can bless this world and demonstrate to this world the the truth of the prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it all comes down to this. It all collects to this point, And that's why we have been called to be a blessing. And that's why when we fail to bless and we choose another course, it is such an affront to our God. We have been called to bless. And our blessing has power. And our blessing makes a real difference. And speaking blessing and living blessing and praying blessing can make all the difference between whether or not somebody sitting next to us in the office comes to faith in Jesus Christ. Even if we don't even use Jesus' name, when we bless, we bless in His power and to His glory and to His name. When we bless... And when we live as a blessing and we speak a blessing, we become God's change agents in this world to unite in Jesus Christ, living in us, all things in heaven and earth, bring it all to Jesus, redeem it all in Jesus, and demonstrate that God's way was the right way all along. And that the way of blessing ultimately is the way of love. And that all comes together that all meets together at this point in Jesus Christ and in the body of Christ, which is us. We have been blessed in Jesus Christ with every single spiritual blessing as God has determined to do so that Jesus will receive the glory and so that God's kingdom will come and God's will will be done On this earth, exactly as it's done in heaven. So the two realities will unite, and we'll talk no longer about the supernatural and the natural, or the spiritual and the physical, but we'll realize it all comes together. Because it all comes together in Jesus. When he was born, when he became incarnate, a human being, fully God and fully human. He became the manifestation of this reality. And it was the beginning of the fullness of time. Paul said that in Galatians. You know, when the the fullness of time came, Jesus was born of a virgin, born under the law to redeem those of us under the law. It's the fullness of time, and this is the reality in which we live right now. So what we each need to do as we go from this place is one, we need to understand how blessed we truly are. Most of all, to be called sons of God. Which is the only right, it's one of the only rights that all Christians have. The Bible tells us that in John chapter 1. To them who believed on his name, he gave the right to be called children of God. It's my right to say that I'm God's son because of what Jesus has done for me. It's my right. And God has manifested that in us. And so we need to believe it and embrace it and affirm it. And then we need to become more active in our orientation to bless. So start asking God at the beginning of your day, in your quiet time each morning, God, show me how I can bless. Show me how I can bless. Maybe my co-worker, maybe a person on the bus, maybe somebody I meet on the street, but make me today an instrument of blessing in somebody's life to the glory of your son Jesus. And third, we need to say, God, help me not to curse. Help me not to curse in my attitudes. Help me not to curse in my words. Help me not to curse in my actions. Help me not to curse in public. Help me not to curse in private but let me bless at all times in all places as a son of God to the glory of my elder brother and the only begotten son of God, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you so much. Thank you for your love, your mercy, the blessing that you've lavished on us in your son, Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, that you'd send us forth from this place in the power of your Holy Spirit to be agents of blessing in the world around us. Wherever we are, however we engage with others, let us understand our call to bless and let us be powerful in the fulfillment of that call to the glory of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For we pray all this in his name and to his glory. Amen. Just before we